Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (laughs) Nicely produced. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. For the Build Forward Tough Studio, Boomer Esiason, Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are in the free Odyssey app, good Friday morning. A feel-good Friday here on the fan. We got Jerry Recco back as Boomer is out for one more day. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Jay, good morning. Where's the chips? Where's the dip? Where are the beers? <laughs> That's what Al promised. I don't see any of it. Really? He said chips, dips, and beers That's this what he said. Chips, dips, beers. Here we go on a Friday. I'm ready. And that's what he said on the warm-up show. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, I missed that. It's disappointing I, to come here and not see anything. I did hear him talk about how much he hates baseball in the first 15 minutes of the show. I'm with did, him. I'm with him. Yeah, baseball is... Um, well, I, I don't want to sit here. There's a lot of things I dislike about baseball. I'm not going to sit here and say that I uh, hate every aspect of the game, but I'm getting close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting close. I, I had the same, not that we're going in this direction right now, but I had the same exact feeling when I saw the Sanga news yesterday. I said, well, you know, you got hockey. I, I'm so sick and tired of the way we basically just ignore hockey. We have a sport in which guys take a puck to the face, lose 17 teeth, go inside, get stitched up, and get back on the ice. Guys break their backs, get back on you. They basically limp back onto the ice so they can finish a game. And here we are celebrating the fact that Aaron Judge is going to get through a season with a sore toe. I mean, great. Good for you. That's fantastic for your $50 million a year. And then Kodai Sang, I mean, I, and another thing he said that he's so right about. What's with the pomp and circumstance? Do we need to have a press conference because Kodai Sanga's got a, a, a sore shoulder? So what? Just come out and say he's a little sore. Be out there in a few days well, or think, whatever and put it off as long as you can. We don't need this. Well, the one counter oh. argument I'll say about that is the Mets for years tried to do that with injuries and it never worked. And and he would say, all right, this guy's just out for a little bit. And then, all, and then the injury would be extended and extended and extended. And it felt like the organization was hiding something from the fan base. So 
I think that because of the way that the Mets used to handle injuries, David Stearns is probably aware of that. It's like, I'm just going to be completely transparent with everything that's going on, so there's no other questions. Fine, there's a happy medium, though. Like yeah. we, To me, it felt like doom and gloom that their quote-unquote ace, who I'm not even sure if he's an ace, but I mean, that's well, right he's now, he's, he is their, he is their uh, number rotation. one. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, they, I, just the feeling of, like, he's injured already. Okay, we get it. He's in, it's still February 20. 20- bleeping first relax uh just i was i was i wanted to throw up when i saw that yesterday yeah i was just a little bit surprised that the met fan base was so upset about this the same fan base that believes that they can't win anything this well, i'm season. not of that fan base uh, but there's a lot of them oh, all for sure oh for sure and it's like all of a sudden this is some sort of massive blow to the, like last year when edwin diaz went down you felt like oh my god this is a team that came off the 101 wins and they're gonna come back and be great again and go back to the playoffs and there's a championship window and max scherzer and justin verlander then your closer goes down as the best in baseball you're like oh my god that's terrible but this it was like no the mets have made it clear that they don't think and they don't care about winning in 2024 and their philosophy is we're going to take a break reorganize reorganize this organization and then we're going to try to continue to build to sustainable success that includes making a run at a championship every single year but which is fine i'm not saying they're never trying to win i'm not trying to say that they're a team that just cares about making money but they have made it clear that this season, they're not trying as hard as they could. They're not all in. They're not. I agree with that. And, like, this is another example of the fact that th- this guy goes down. They're not signing anybody. They're just they're going to promote from within like a company would, you know, when a, a job opens up. They're not going to some nationwide search to try to bring in Jordan Montgomery or Blake Snell or anything. No. They're just going to whatever pull this guy up and throw him out there because we're not going to commit any years to anybody because we don't care about this season. Yeah, well, to me, that would be the thing. I forget Blake Snell. I, I Again, we've discussed him at length. The Jordan Montgomery thing is something I would do, but I, I am not one that believes that they're going to be a bad team. I really don't think they're going to be a bad team. I don't think they're going to be a division-winning team, but I do think they be a team that could at least challenge for a playoff spot, and that at least keeps your interest to where you get to the trade deadline. And maybe the team does then make moves when they see – um, a possible landing spot for where they could fall. So I'm not in that category, um, but I also am not in the category that thinks the season's over because Kodai Senga's hurt in February. Um, I, to me, the lineup is what it is. The lineup should be good enough to keep them in games, uh, and it's not over because of this. It just, the whole injury thing is where my head was when I look at hockey and I look at baseball players and the, I don't want to say softest, that's not fair, because these guys do have to go out there every day for six months and play, but it's just, I don't know, it's just like the littlest thing. And, oh, well, I need a few weeks. Like, God, well, yeah, I think I think it's one of these things now where it's like, well, that guy's doing it, so I'm going to do it. Maybe. I mean, I just, I really believe that it's it's one of these deals where they are, as a collective group, Major League Baseball players are, well, that guy was out for six weeks with this injury. Well, I'll be out for six weeks with this injury, especially with the guaranteed contract. Now, in walk years, maybe guys will fight through it a little bit more. But for the most part, it's like, well, what the hell's the difference? I don't really care about winning a World Series. My contract's guaranteed no matter what. So, screw it. Like a guy like Anthony Rendon's classic. I'm going to say, it goes back to the conversation we had earlier in the week about how much do guys care once specifically once they get paid yeah. and they have the big contract. Is it are they all in in terms of uh, what they want to give their team and their organization? And I think, what did you say you thought the number was? Maybe 30% of the guys have yeah. that drive in them where a lot of them don't. It's a job. 
Yeah. I mean, and, and for for the Mets this year, if you're someone like now, obviously we're here, we're at Sports Talk Station, we, we talk about these games. And this is something that I have struggled with the last number of years where I feel like there's the season is so long. I, we don't have to, like, every bullpen decision doesn't need to be broken down in April and May. Uh, it just it, it doesn't need to be that way. But if if you're someone like me who's not doing this show, let's just say you're uh, the 40-year-old Mets fan who grew up on the Mets, was diehard at one point, but you got a couple of kids now, you have a family, you got all this stuff going on you in your life. You sound like me. Right, like, but we're... Exactly, but we're not doing this job. We're just a, a guy like my buddies who work at the, mm-hmm. the poop plant or my <laughs> friends that are, are cops or, or mailmen or whatever. The Mets have given that person who's seen a lot of losing, seen some winning, but a lot of losing, that person no reason to watch this year. Now, if you're a younger fan and you're into it and you're like, man, like I'm a diehard and this is fun and I have a lot of time and I don't have other responsibilities and I play baseball and I like baseball, that's a different story. But if you're someone who, or even Eddie Scazzeri, for example, like this guy was a diehard Mets fan. You know, he does go to bed early, but he would he wakes up and pays attention to sports. But the Mets have given no reason for, for a, a fan in their 40s, 50s, 60s that have seen stuff happen, a, a reason to care this year. Zero. Yeah, I say I disagree. I'm looking, Zero. I'm looking forward to the season. I am. I, you know, I, I know. What they about that team? You're looking forward to. I saw them because I think there's intrigue with the Vientoses, with the Beatty, Alonzo on a contract year. You would think if we've seen it once, we've seen it a million times. Guys on contract years have big seasons. I think Lindor is a hell of a player. I know offensively not great last year, but defensively still one of the best shortstops in the game and still pretty good offensively last year. I th- I think this is a team that won 100 games a couple of years ago and much of the lineup is still intact. They should be uh, a decent team this year. Do I think they're a World Series team? No, not as it sits here right now. But again, I think if they play well, that this owner will make moves midseason. And I think you've got reasons to believe. I don't think this is a 62 win team. Like the Oakland A's. No, no, no. They're not I, 62, but they're probably 75. See, I think they're better than that. What's yeah. the over under number you I think gave it's me? 81 and a half. Oh, I thought it was 84 and a half. Okay, 81 and a half, which is not great, but it's also not a complete disaster. Um, I agree. You don't have the shiny new toy this year that some might have wanted with Otani that was out there, Yamamoto that was out there. But I do believe a step back is not a complete El Foldo. I, I just don't think this season is going to be a complete disaster. Um, and it depends well, the on how reason, much you want to watch. But here's the reason why it's not going to be complete disaster because there's no expectations. So last Which year, when sometimes they, isn't a bad thing. right. No, it's 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 actually the best. I always say this. It's one of my stock lines that the best seasons for fans are the ones where there's no expectations. Baby bombers, remember? And right, and the end result, which ends up in not winning a championship, is still great because you're like, oh, we're building. And I never expected this, and this is great. Agreed. Um, but the re- but I, I'm firm belief that this team's going to be between seventy and eighty wins. And then it won't feel like a disaster because nobody expected them to win 95 games. So it'll be like, ah, oh, this is kind of what we expected. So that's why it's not going to feel like a disaster when if they had expectations, obviously a 75 to 78 win season would be a disaster. Now, well, yes. And I, but I don't, ex- we have different expectations of the team. I think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to be a great team, but I don't think they're going to be bad. And I think things can change in June and July because I really do believe this is a step back to take two or three forward. With an owner that will spend. And we, you know, he did make offers. It's not like they were... One. Calc- 
Was one it one offer. or two? No, he made a giant offer to, to Yamamoto. To Yamamoto, and then outside of that, they've done nothing. All right, fair enough. So they made the one. It was a calculated move. It didn't work out. Um, but I don't think if a playoff spot or a championship is in sight, I really do believe that they will go out there and get the help that they need at the trade deadline, which in the past, I don't know that they would have done that. I don't know that they wouldn't have. You saw what they did with, uh, even with the previous ownership, what they did with Cespedes back in the day. They might have accidentally walked themselves into that, but it still worked out. I think this team will spend, and by the way, that's the other thing. We can say what we want about them, and because of the bad moves they made, I think they're still at number two in payroll this year. And unfortunately, yeah. they're playing guys all over the damn <laughs> right. country well, that aren't on their team. Right. That well, that's yeah, a complete farce because of it, yeah, the contracts that they gave to Scherzer yep. and Verlander. I mean, I just I I am as down on them as I've I've ever been, and hopefully the David Stern Steve Cohen pairing works out in the future. But it's just. Right now, it feels it just it feels like they're putting a pause on trying to win. It just sucks, and and baseball is in a in a, a miserable place for me. And the fact that I mean, I I know this is a thing on on uh, social media, but this is this is really a problem uh, with optics for a league that's trying to be taken seriously. When you've got players' ball sacks protruding through <laughs> their uniforms all over the league. I'm, and I am not exaggerating. I know. I know. These I know. pants are so see-through <laughs> that you are seeing penis and balls everywhere in Major League Baseball. <laughs> everywhere! It's photo day and you see these guys' ball sacks through their pants! Maybe that's a good thing for awareness of the sport. Well, I saw I saw a, a meme. It was like John Hamm in the in the show Mad Men, and it was like baseball ratings are down. It's like let's show their dongs. <laughs> like, that's basically what they're doing. What an embarrassment! Yeah, not great. How, and then this commissioner who's up there talking about how he's going to retire in five years. How about you get off your lazy ass and look at these pants and figure out what's going on when you make this massive deal with fanatics to make sure that they're putting a decent product out there because that's what everybody said when they signed the deal before we saw these uniforms that they're going to be chintzy, they're going to be cheap, they're going to be terrible. That's because fanatics doesn't do a good job with these things. It's going to look like a replica jersey. That's what everybody said. So if I'm the commissioner, Rob Manfred, I'm like, you know what? Let me just make sure everything's okay. They show up with basically tiny writing. You need a magnifying glass to read the names on the back of the jerseys and pants where you see the junk of the players. <laughs> and if you don't see the junk, you see the uniform right through. tucked through the pants. Yeah, I saw that with Otani. And I see CBS Sports Network has the uh, the image of Otani and Yamamoto. Uh, <laughs> I did see you that. You see that all these pictures? These guys in photo the day. Yeah, I know. I, I know. mean, the, the one guy, I forget, on the Giants who's sitting here with the bat on his shoulder, sitting on like a stool, his balls are just right there. <laughs> I mean, this is... This, yeah. this is like spring training, Major League Baseball promoted. There's not a lot going on in it's sports. like a scene at a Major League. Right. I mean, I'm not supposed to know how big the balls are on the players of the teams that I root for. I'm not supposed to know that. But Fanatics and Major League Baseball now has shown me the, the size of these players' ball sacks. Now, if Rob awesome. Manfred had a sense of humor, <laughs> he would do his next press conference in those pants. Yeah, right. But no. <laughs> and they think they're going to fix that? They're not going to fix no, that. No, I, I don't think they can because I'm sure everything's been ordered, handed out. It's kind of done. It is what it is. And CeeLo brought this up on the warm-up show, too. There was a one Seattle Mariners player who posted... A picture of the uniform and like the fanatics 
uh, account, whatever the the PR account, whatever you call it, the right. help account. It goes, oh, there looks like there's something wrong with those pants. Like, please contact us. Like, it's no, it's, this is not a fan doing this. This is a major league baseball yeah. player who put the pants it on in front of everybody for sure. And God, it's become it's that's become one of the big spring training stories. That's terrible. Well, because it's that bad. Yeah, I you know. know. This is not one of those things that people I think are overreacting to. I mean, it's an embarrassment. Agreed. I mean, and the, the baseball uniform, we're talking about a Major League Baseball mm. uniform. What I don't understand is, I would think, and could be wrong about this, I would think that this has to go through two or three different approval phases, right? I mean, you, you don't just order them and accept them. You would think that they were tried on, that they were modeled, and they were looked at, and, and I, someone thought, that they're good. Yeah, I, exactly. Or, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, you're right. Where is the... The, the the buck stops here person that goes, this isn't going to work. I don't know. Because clearly it didn't stop with anybody. Because they are out about <laughs> and pretty obvious what we're looking is, at. I mean, is this going to be the entire season we're going to see this? Well, unless they're going to spend money and, and order new ones, yeah. They're going to they're gonna have to. I mean, so it's, it's still early. It's February 23rd. It's still early. I mean, you've got... The, the rest of this month, it's a, a leap year. You got an extra day. You got the extra then day. Then you got basically all of March before uh, March 28th, which is Thursday opening opening day, opening night, whatever it is. And, I mean, that's that's enough to well, pump some pants out. Quicker than that, because you got the Dodgers playing overseas March 20th. Like, that's going to be an official MLB game. So you got to get this done by then. Listen, man, if I can wear a fat Perez sweatshirt that he made and sold on his website, then Major League Baseball. I agree can get new pants by I the end of March. Completely agree. But I, mean, I don't know that they will. What a league. What a league. Yep. They are just lost. They're totally lost. I just hope, for the love of God, for this place and us and our sanity, that the Yankees are good. Why? You don't have, you don't have a bad April like we had bad September with the football teams? <laughs> oh. Well, you know what, though? With the, with the Knicks and the Rangers, that'll push back us caring about 100%. what's going on with the baseball teams for at least a little bit. You should get some decent runs out of the Rangers and the Knicks that could take us at least into mid-May, if not deeper than that. And speaking of those teams, CeeLo is going to tell you about big wins for yeah. both of them coming up in just a couple of minutes. It's Boomer and Geo with Jerry in for Boomer this morning on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Boomer will be back on Monday. Jerry back this morning and CeeLo here with... Another update. He has got her his first update oh, yeah, of the morning. Yeah. And you got Knicks and Rangers and some positive winter sports, at least for those two teams, not so much for the Devils and Islanders. What's happening? See those. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. What a great tourist sweatshirt that you have yeah. on today. That is just high-quality tourist. Of That's merch. Right. A, it just says Aruba on it. One, just happy, happy, island. one happy island. Yes. yes, one happy island. Well, I'm trying to channel the you know warm tropical vibes here on a winter Friday in New York. I was I, telling G, it was 68 when we got to Indiana on really? Wednesday night. Yeah, got off the plane. We're like, wow, where, where, this is where nice. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty good. I love tourism merch or like grabbing a shirt that just says the place. Do you? Just, Sounds I, like you don't. No, I swear to God, I do. Like, and I try to find the most ridiculous one there is and buy it. Like, I have, I wish I would have known you were wearing that because I would have <laughs> worn my Clearwater Beach mm. tie-dye shirt oh, that I bought. I got I the bought. tie-dye going here. That I was like, this this thing is, is almost, it, it's so tourist, it's almost offensive. It's like borderline criminal. It's so tourist. And I brought it home, and Gina was like, "You better be throwing that thing out." I said, "Absolutely not. This thing is this thing is special to me. Yeah, like a like a eleven dollar crap made tourism T shirt. Right, one of the seven thousand stores that has oh, all this stuff right on a great. strip somewhere or something like I'm that. I'm not being facetious. Did you I buy a it. Vegas shirt when you were out there last week? No, no. there was nothing that that screamed. It has to be like that has to be in one of those stores. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I do know. Not, I, and I was there for almost a week, and I I waited until very end, late in the trip, to make the decision on which one right. I was going to purchase. Like, not only did I go to this place, but I enjoyed it so much mm-hmm. that I bought a T-shirt, which is the name of the place on it, that I will now display to you. That's right. During my you, normal boring life, to let you know that I was somewhere. I was there. <laughs> I that's was right. there. I was the that's only right. one. You probably weren't. I was there. <laughs> You know, that's, I just, I love <laughs> slamming that in people's faces. I understand. <laughs> well, I wasn't trying to slam anything in anyone's face, but it is on display for those uh, watching on CBS <laughs> Network this morning. All right, you guys covered Kodai Senga there in the open. He's got this moderate strain in the back of his right shoulder. We kind of figured uh, late in the show, G, when we heard that David Stearns was going to be speaking in the dugout at mm-hmm. 10 o'clock, that it wasn't going to be good news. Not the worst. Uh, he's going to be shut down until symptoms subside, likely begin the season on the IL. Seems yeah, pretty much that's going to be the case. Here was Stearns acknowledging all that, but again, not the worst case scenario. We don't expect opening day, um, but I do expect him to make a bunch of starts for us this year. Um, This is not a surgical type problem. Um, This is something with with rest and treatment, potentially an injection that can move this forward. This is pussy feathers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What does a surgical type problem mean? Like, why don't you just say we don't think he's going to require surgery? This is not a surgical type problem. I don't know. 
I'm still getting to know Stearns. He, like, he likes to smile a lot when he's answering these questions, whether it's a positive or negative subject. Yeah. So uh, I think that's just part of As long of, as he doesn't say you won't be able to wipe the smile off my face. Right. That didn't go so well for the one guy that said that back in the day. That is fair. So uh, they at least say, for now, they plan to fill Sanga's spot internally with the likes of uh, McGill or Lucchese or Budo. So that <laughs> that's where we're at. As for Sanga, this was the one, Al, I mentioned to you on the warm-up show this morning. So through his translator, basically tells you the strain isn't even impacting his velocity. But if he's not 100%, he feels he can't be as effective. If I was asked, can you throw 96.78? Yeah, I can throw 96.78. But the game isn't about throwing fast. It's about getting hitters out. And I felt like... At this point, I'm not going to be able to perform at the highest level, so giving it a little, a little bit of time is you know, the, the right move. The Padres, yes, I did watch some of this yesterday. Padres-Dodgers? Yes. The Padres had a, a Japanese pitcher they put out there for an inning yesterday. 5'8", 160 pounds. He was throwing 96. He struck out the side, wow. right? He did. Yeah, I mean, had junk, was throwing fastballs. He looked phenomenal. I'm thinking, and then they showed like all his accomplishments in Japan. I'm like, right. why wasn't this guy highly sought after? What did his balls look like <laughs> through the uniform? <laughs> I Proportionate? Cr- or? Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell. Uh, <laughs> I was blinded by the gorgeous blue skies in uh, Phoenix. Okay. <laughs> which is the which of the uh, I shouldn't even do that. Which which of which name was this? There were I, a bunch of I feel like there were a handful it, of Japanese players. I should know. I can tell it you. It wasn't Imanaga. Where did Imanaga go? I forgot. I no, remember it wasn't that him. I can tell you as that. you go through. I can get you that answer because right. he pitched in the third inning. I, believe. I guess I was just more curious. I remember hearing we talked a little bit about Imanaga, but that's not where he ended up. Right. All right. I I'm don't sure he's know. Gonna effort that at Yankees camp. Hal Steinbrenner spoke. Do we have audio? No, we don't. At least not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can tell you that he echoed some of the same stuff we heard from Brian Cashman last week and Aaron Judge a few days ago. Yankees haven't stopped looking to improve payroll wise. They're in a tough spot where any addition is going to be a costly one. Injury tax, but he's willing to consider anything that comes his way. Matt Suey was his name. Matt Suey. Yeah. Okay. And he was. You said lefty. So yeah. Yeah. Lefty. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so similar, you know, hinting at maybe Lefty. something happened. It seems like there's a little bit of a, a tap dance chess this? match. How? Okay. Because with Judge the other day, there's all this rumblings about Blake Snell. And now Hal's kind of not addressing Snell directly, but alluding to something. I don't know. With, between Cashman, Judge, and Hats, three guys now. And they've, they haven't exactly well, shut it down. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that they gave him a reasonable offer yeah. that is probably not what Snell wanted. And they're thinking as time goes on. Balls in his court. Yeah, that he's going to end up taking it because they're probably getting rumblings that there isn't another suitor out there that's going to pay him any much or much more than what the Yankees are offering. Right. That's probably what's going on. That makes sense. Yankees have uh, not added an additional analytics person, but they're essentially reassigning one of their analytics guys. He's going to be in the clubhouse now because Judge and Cole want to have a Middleman between front office and all the reports yeah. that come in. Middlemen always work out. Yeah, great, well, right? I, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but this guy has a PhD in physics from MIT and was a physics professor at Michigan. He's been with the Yankees for six seasons. This will be his seventh. A little bit of a different vibe and uh, approach for him uh, here in 2024. Like six baseball fans just died while listening <laughs> to you. I, I don't, I'm not into it. But Some it guys is, that are like 90. This, this, this was it. It's this a was, they just I, took their last breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was a big article in the New York Post about this. Yeah, it's I, a thing. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Judge yeah, met with yeah, him one on one for an hour or two. So this was something that Judge kind of brought to management in the right. off season that they there was a disconnect. So they wanted uh, they wanted a little bit of a different approach here in twenty twenty four. What yeah. happens? Because I see the the guy on hold. I, I'm not. I'm, I promise you, I'm not trying to be fun. I'm being serious. 
based on what you were talking about with the pants. What happens if a guy gets excited? <laughs> I mean, this this you would have seen that anyway, or right? has to pee. But by the way, not no, no, but not like this. Yeah, but you still would have seen a like a a lump or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want it hard. No, that's one thing. But to just see it, yeah, it's one yeah. thing to have an imagination. Like right. if you can't see through the pants, you could make the case he's wearing a big cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In this see. case, right. Bat and balls. Uh, yeah, you're going gonna to get like mushroom right cat. <laughs> All right. Hard. All right, Boomer. Like, yeah. I mean, it, Boomer wearing tight jeans anyway. is one thing. This is a little different. I mean, you see. Every now and again, you like to have your twigs and berries out <laughs> and floating in the, in the wind. I, I, I know. Uh, let's go to Kevin in East Rockaway. What's going on, Kevin? Hey, guys. I just wanted to make a comment. Wasn't there a story a couple years ago when Derek Jeter was in a slump? And someone hung a thong in his locker for good luck. I, what was it? Wasn't it Giambi? Yeah. Giambi was the thong guy. Yeah, but eventually Jeter gave in to that because oh, I forget okay. what year it was. He was out for the worst slump of his career. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or, or a banana hammock. That'll get the ratings up for MLB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, not for the people that they want watching the oh, games. Boy. New uh, audience. Yeah. That slump busting thing. I mean, what a tradition that was. Yeah. There's some weird ones. Yeah, I mean, well, weird one. I mean, just basically the premise is let me find an ugly larger woman, have sex with them so I could start hitting again. Oh, that one. I That's we what slump busting is. I thought we were talking about the uh, wearing the lingerie. No, 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 no. no. Okay, all the, right. The Mark Grace basically put that out there a few years back, and like okay. that's that's what it was. Huh. I mean, there's some famous local ones around here. Rob in Southampton. What's going on, Rob? <laughs> Hey, uh, so what the pants have shown me is that these guys still must be juicing because they got some small acorns. <laughs> not not all of them. I guess, well, that one guy in the Giants, who was that that we saw all of his balls? On the Giants? Yeah, I thought the so. The one I saw from yesterday was a Padre player who was oh, maybe bent over uh, stretching. Oh, that one, It was yeah. a from-behind shot. Yeah, yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> That was, I don't know what Jerry, that was. That's, that's, I didn't see that. That, was, that right. was probably the worst one. There was, a, there was a photo day one where a guy was sitting on a stool. and you, I mean, you could just outline his ball sack oh, if you boy. wanted to. Here you go, Jer. Oh, come on, man. No, that's, that's real. <laughs> there you go. That was the you know Cactus League opener yesterday. Who, no, I, I don't know who it is. I can't see the number. Wow. So, you see other things, though. <laughs> All right, let's get to the Knicks as my voice cracks. They're back from the All-Star break. Still no Julius Randle or OG Ananobi, but they did get Dante DiVincenzo, Isaiah Hartenstein, and newcomer Boyan Bogdanovich back yeah, from injury. You know, he did not. And yes, he would play a big role last night in Philadelphia. Drive, slam, Hart bangs it off the backboard and leads the break the other way. DiVincenzo, Bogdanovich, corner three, got it. Five for five. From three-point range, it's a 26-point lead. Mike Breen on MSG, Amazing. pretty one-sided throughout, and uh, my boy Bogey G would finish <laughs> six for six from distance. Team high, 22 points. So Jerry knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, CeeLo was trying to pull a fast one on us in the audience, not knowing how to pronounce Boyan, Boyan Bogdanovich, so he I gave him I the nickname I was, Bogey. I was because there's two of them, and there's Bogdan seven. and Boyan. Right. So I was just I figured, let me just go Bogey because I know that that's his nickname, right? But G correctly called me out. He's like, you don't know the guy. <laughs> so we, we corrected that, but I will say... This is uh, the former net. Yes, I did, and I did say that yesterday once we kind of addressed yep. it. But what was perfect is, of course, he has the big game, and then after the game, Tom Thibodeau and like 
every cut. Bogey shots yeah. uh, opened up the floor for us. And I think that that, that was a, a big factor in building that lead. And we know right now we're on demand, so we got we have to make the threes. I think we made 15 threes. They did 15 of 34 on the night for a 110-96 victory over the Sixers. Well, that's what makes them even better now. And I got to watch a lot of this sitting on my desk when I got in this morning or woke up. <laughs> um, and they can flat out shoot. Yes. I mean, and as good as Brunson is, precious Achua. He had He's a been hell great. of a game last night, yeah. too. So. Yeah. This team's good. I don't know if they can win an NBA championship, but they should be able to make a run yep. uh, coming up in the playoffs. Jalen Brunson, 11 for 11 from the free throw line. He had 21 points and, did and 12 I read assists. When I was away, he went to the Mavericks and said he would sign a four-year, $55 million yeah. deal, and they said no thanks. No, no, that was, crickets bef- that or was whatever. before the playoffs. That was yeah. like during that season. So before, before he, he had the explosion, yes. he went to them trying to get an extension. And I think he said multiple times. Yeah, and they were like, eh, they we're going to wait and it. see. Yeah, wow. And then he went nuts. And then he basically said, I, I'm worth more now. I mean, they're doing fine without him right now. But yeah. geez, okay. Yes. There you go. Uh, Nick snapped a four-game skid. They are back home to host the Celtics tomorrow night at the Garden. As for the Nets, Kevin Ollie's debut as the interim head coach uh, did not go well. Rebound. Part in the wind. Loose one gathered by quickly. Spins into the front court. Underhand scoop to Brown. Cuts through. Finds Barrett. Corner three. It's good. And Toronto takes a 95-76 to lead. Their largest lead of the night. That's Chris Carino here on the fan. Yes, Evan. A bloodbath north of the border as the Raptors pounded the Nets 121-93. to At Prudential Center, early fireworks. Rookie Matt Rempe mixing it up again as he's kicked out of the game. Five-minute major for a head hit on the Devils' Nathan Bastion that left him bleeding from the nose and the face. He was like, you know, sitting on his butt up against the boards. It was a striking scene, but this guy's six eight and a half. But he he clearly hit him in the head, so it was the right call to give him the five minute Ranger uh major. Rangers killed that off no problem and they cruised from there. There's two all nine remaining in the period. Rangers leading one to nothing and again I said it a little while ago. Right now. Oh give away Sam Rosen, MSG, first of two on the night for Lafreniere as the Rangers built a 5-0 lead before Jack Hughes finally ended the shutout bid for Igor Shesterkin. A 5-1 final at the Rock. Special teams play excelled for head coach Peter Laviolette. We were really good. I don't think we gave up very many scoring chances, 5-on-5. I mean, we must have killed close to a period, I don't know, only 15, 17 minutes, whatever it was. So the penalty kill was outstanding tonight. And Shesterkin is really uh, getting in gear here. You know, he gave up five in the, in the outdoor game, but yeah. in February, and he had 39 saves last night, and here in February, he's a perfect 5-0 and with a 9.45 save percentage, and that is nine consecutive wins for the Rangers. now. What did they start the season again? Do you remember what it was? 18, 4, and 1, something, yeah. like, something like that. Maybe not, one of maybe those not runs that. again. Exactly, yeah. And then they played 500 for a couple of months, so now they're back to cruising yep. here and uh, comfortably in first place. Now, you always get a ton of Ranger fans at these games. They were very loud last night because mm-hmm. it was a one-sided game. Well, on Devil's Radio, your boy Chico Resch was, was not happy with uh, the loud Ranger chants throughout. Oh, shut up. <laughs> fans here, let's go Rangers. I am sorry. Do it in your own building, not in our building. Yeah. Now he, he told them to get lost. So. Uh, I would, if I was there, I wouldn't have liked it either. Oh, but I understand, yeah. You give yeah. them all the credit. Same thing with the Knicks fans that are traveling all over the place. That's kind of the way it is. Yeah, it's a big fan base. Beat them. Ah, shut up. Ah, shut up. <laughs> Take that elsewhere. Take it back to the guard. Yep. Islanders were in St. Louis. They got shut out 4 nothing. The former Ranger, Pavel Bujnevich, with a hat trick. Did you see Patrick Waugh? 
down, I think it was when they were down 3 nothing. pulled the goalie with 11 minutes left. <laughs> I didn't, no. <laughs> and that's when Buchnevich got the desperation spot. For the hat trick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he saw Laviolette do it against him in the stadium series game on Sunday. Didn't work out so well. This is another situation. They gave up three goals. I guess, yeah, all three goals were in a span of like 90 Quick. seconds yeah. or so, something like that. I know the two Buchnevich goals were 25 seconds, so a struggle for the Islanders continues. And speaking of struggling, not that you expected much, you did have your Rutgers game last night no, at third-ranked Purdue, 96-68. They, they, it's a place they've won before. I expected them to go out and win. They okay. didn't. They, they did not. <laughs> well, they also, Purdue was coming off a loss at Ohio State. They started this game, I think it was 12 of 14 from the floor. They that couldn't helps. miss. Yeah. Um, and then it, just the second half, they came out on an 8-0 run and the game was over. But that, gee, if you've got a, if you ever have, I know you're kind of a sports fan these days, <laughs> if you ever travel and want to see a great atmosphere. That place, I hate to say it, is phenomenal. Yeah, that would be probably low on the list. Yeah. To go no, out no, there. I, I'm just saying in terms of a college basketball yeah. atmosphere, <laughs> of course, Jersey Mike Serena is the best. This place is phenomenal. It yeah. really is something. Yeah, I could just see you sitting around, you know, eh, what should I do? I'm going to go to West Lafayette, check out <laughs> I, Purdue. I, I am Purdue I basketball. Said, <laughs> if you ever want to watch sports again. <laughs> <you know. laughs> well, no, I mean, that's still, I mean, the sports I pay attention to, that's still way down the list. Purdue, you know. I understood. Purdue. I just, I just said if you're Let's ever get in your, St. John's back, so if you're ever in your private again. plane flying across the country, make a little pit stop to see a little Purdue basketball there once you before you die. Uh, before, <laughs> before I die, which could happen at any moment, as we know. Okay. Uh, all right, CeeLo, we will see you next hour. It's Boomer and Geo coming to you live. The Build Ford Tough Studio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network on this feel-good Friday. Jerry in for Boomer once again this morning. Some more Knicks and Rangers coming up in just a few minutes, but I felt duped on this feel-good Friday driving in. So a lot of times I'll listen to the radio station driving in. Other times I'll listen to podcasts driving in. On feel-good Fridays, I like to listen to music. And music uplifts my uh, spirit a okay. little bit more than trying to gather information you know when i'm driving in a lot of times i'm gathering information you know what's going on is it news is it sports whatever 
And uh, today, I was like, you know what? There's not a lot going on. I know what happened with the Knicks and the Rangers and the Islanders and the Devils. And I don't need to be gathering too much information. I'm going to listen to some music to get me in a good mood this morning. Okay. So I, uh, I come across this this country song by Luke Combs. And I had not heard this yet. Fast been, Car? Where you no, been? no, no, no. Fast Car. That, God, that, that <laughs> song is permanently playing for the rest of time. Uh, but it is called Where the Wild Things Are. So I'm listening to this song, and I am just, I, 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 I am admittedly not a lyrics guy. Like, I'm not, oh, I'm like, lyrics don't hit me. I, I like the music, things that are upbeat, mm-hmm. and like, the lyrics are just part of it. But I know some people are deep into lyrics. So I'm listening to this, and the, like, the lyrics are hitting me, and, and I'm like, listening to every word. And it's about his, his brother, who had a motorcycle, and he smoked cigarettes just like his dad. And he moved out to California. And he told him all these great stories about how his life was great out there. He said, little brother, you'd love it out here, out where the wild things are. And then Luke Combs tells a story about how he called him from the back of the plane, meaning it sounded like a private jet thing. Called from the back of the plane the second I made it. We started drinking on the strip in L.A. And he's telling all these great stories. In the song. In the song. And I'm I'm like, man, this is... This is a this is something. And then he goes, them Indian scouts, man, which is the motorcycle thing, they're built for speed. And they said he hit that guardrail at half past three. Lit up those streets that never sleep when the sky goes dark. We buried him out in the wind oh. beneath the West Coast stars where the wild things are. And I'm sitting here going, oh, my God. I, Luke Combs' brother died in a motorcycle accident that sounds horrible so this is so of course i'm not gonna pick up my phone and and google it while i'm driving i'm flying on the lie so i'm like thinking about this the whole way in. i didn't know this this is this is tragic this is men that like i wonder there's got to be stories about how this inspired him and his musical career so the second i get into work i log into the computer i go luke combs brother story he doesn't have a brother <laughs> This was just a song that somebody wrote mm. about some guy's brother dying that didn't exist. It's just a story. No, but nobody's brother died in this motorcycle accident. Just some dude wrote this song and it was bouncing around and Eric Church was going to record it. And he doesn't have a brother that died in a motor cut motorcycle accident either. And then all of a sudden Luke Combs like, you know what, I'm going to record this thing. Mm. He records it. And now uh, he's making people cry about this fake brother who died in his motorcycle accident. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair, man. I wonder what, Al, well, you'd probably know this. What percentage of artists actually write their own music? Because I, I think most of us think that they do. Hold and- on a second. There's yeah. a totally, this is, there's a totally different conversation. Like if someone's not writing Bubble Butt, the song Bubble Butt, Bubble 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 Butt, yeah. that's one thing. Mm. This is a story personal like touch your soul story in the way that he sings it in the slow and you're like into it uh, I th- you can't i think there's more of it than you think but not like this uh, not songs like this yeah but country music is all about heartbreak and alcoholism and i think a lot of them don't write their own stuff all right and- there, but i but there's a lot of every single musician has either uh, broken somebody's heart or or has alcoholism <laughs> and, uh, you know and country yes. music all these guys for sure like but not everybody's got a brother that dies in a motorcycle accident right neither does luke holmes apparently 
I've I felt totally duped yeah. by this. No, I understand. No, and I'm not saying that every guy well, needs to be writing their own songs. I, that's not what I mean. I get it. There's studio musicians. There are people who write songs. I, I understand that. But it's it's one thing when he's covering Tracy Chapman talking about fast car. It's another thing to be like, we buried him out in the stars. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, it's a credit to him that he sold it so well. Like you, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, and he said that he did, but at first he didn't want to record the song because it was going to be tough for him to get through it while mm-hmm. he's singing it. But then it's just a, it's just the story that somebody wrote. Mm. It's like Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> That's what this is. Near and dear to somebody. Just not him. No, no, no. It's not. The guy that wrote it is it? that's No! It's just a song. It's just okay. a song. All right, that sucks it's too. It's just a song. Although good that no one died in a motorcycle right. accident like that. But it's yes. not someone else's story that happened to him in real life. It's just, it's Puff the Magic Dragon. That's what it is. Mm. I mean, when I was a kid, like Puff the Magic Dragon, like, and I listened to that, I'm like, that's sad, you know? <laughs> yes. Little Jackie paper. Huh? Yeah. It's terrible. Right. <laughs> but like this, I, I'm like, now, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to listen to this song again because I'll know it's a, it's a fraud. You think your guy Jordan Davis, when he did that song, next thing you know, you think he had trouble getting through it? I gotta tell you, that's a tough song to listen yeah. to. And that, that song, for people who don't know, it's about, you know, going through life <laughs> and meeting your wife and, and the having video children. makes it worse. Yeah, and then just, like, the, it basically, next thing you know, your life's over and that's the end of it. Like, and your kids are grown up and, and, and everything. But, uh, I mean, it's it's heartwarming. It's like but, Jerry wrote that song. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's a little more heartwarming than what Jerry would yeah, say. I can't Jerry listen to end, it. I actually can't listen to it. Because <laughs> Jerry at the end would be like, and then your worm food. No. <laughs> That would not That's be how you would end it. Would, like, not be a, would not be a line in my song. That's not true. But that, like, I would think first of all, you write that song. It's hard. It's it's tough. And then you record it and then listen to it. Yeah, it's tough to get through. It no, really is. Yeah, I know it is. It, it makes people cry. And just like the song you're talking about, I would think, even though it's not real. I still would think that's a tough song to but get. But the next through. thing you know, thing can relate to everybody. Everybody. Next yes. thing you know, you're dead. <laughs> you never spent the time with your family. No one cares about you. <laughs> That's basically... I think you might have inspired him <laughs> when he met you. I think you might have inspired him for that song. If I ever heard that, that would be phenomenal. Oh, man. <laughs> Next yeah. thing you know. Yeah, know. Jordan Davis is like, shout out to Jerry Recco. Gave me a perspective on life. Just heard him one day say... Uh, I Next. got his calendar. <laughs> right. Got his calendar in the mail. The next thing you know, you're dead. Nobody cares about you. You're worm food. So this one goes out to you, Jerry. So that's who Jay Davis in Tennessee was. <laughs> right. I always wondered. Oh, man, you deserve some royalties if that's the case. Man, I'm telling you. <laughs> that, that That is as hard as that song is to get through. It is a great song. And I'm telling you, the video is just, yeah. man, it hits you hard. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 